Welcome back to Tip Today. We were speaking to Johnny Luby about this rise in attacks on referees um, and it follows the most recent story, I suppose, was the abandonment of a game, an under-12s game in Wexford this week uh, because of abuse um, directed to the referee and that follows on from another match that had to be called off in Waterford last week and, of course, that uh, infamous attack in County Roscommon from a couple of weeks ago where it, it would appear that the, the referee was, was assaulted on the pitch and headbutted. So we have a post on our social media. It's running this morning on our Facebook and it's asking why are attacks on referees on the rise and we'd love your views on it. You can go to our Facebook to respond or you can text us. The phone lines are open. Text or WhatsApp 083 311 or 1800-938-007. Now there's an event taking place in Dublin tomorrow and it's called Together We Can. It's being held at the Three Arena and will feature speakers like actor Colin Meaney, James Nesbitt, also politicians Leo Varadkar and Mary Lou MacDonald, among many others. It's a forum for discussion on the future of the country. On the face of it, it might seem like a bit of a vapid PR exercise, but do we need to be more open and active in our conversations about our future? I'm delighted to be joined on the line by former TIP senior hurler Timmy Hammersley, who also works in the non-profit sector and also individually as an athletics performance coach. Uh, Timmy, good morning to you. Hi, Alison. Thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure to talk to you, Timmy. Now, yeah. we, we tend to view events like this maybe with a bit of suspicion, I think. But do you think maybe as a nation we need to be more engaged and encourage our young people to get more engaged in discussions like this? Yes, yeah, so just for context, Alison, Ireland's future is the main advocacy group for uh, United Ireland mm. for the reunification of the island. And I think tomorrow is a massive event. It's the biggest United Ireland event possibly ever taking place. It's on the Tree Arena and you mentioned like, you know, a lot of the kind of people that are that are attending, like um, most, if not all, of our main politicians in the country from all of the parties, from Fine Gael to Sinn Féin to Fianna Fáil and so on. So that tells me like, this is absolutely on the, the agenda. And I, I think for me, like personally, like there is an opportunity. Um, look, one of my ambitions that I have usually is the reunification of the country. And there is an opportunity for that over the next possibly 10 years. And I think tomorrow is a big event in getting getting the conversation, uh, kicking, it, kicking it off and trying to engage people who might not recently have been engaged or traditionally wouldn't have been in, in, engaged in it. Because we had the, the release of the, the census result last yeah. week where we heard Catholics out, now outnumber Protestants in Northern Ireland for the first time ever. So do you think now is the time to start having that discussion about a united Ireland or do you think we're still a bit away from that yet? Oh, sure. People like myself have always been talking about it, really. So, yeah. so it's kind of it's but not a is it time to move you know, on it? Oh, 100% it's time to move on it. I, I think a number of factors... Alison, uh, Brexit has literally changed the game. You know what I mean? Like anything that, you know, people that would be Republican of a thought process like myself, nothing that anyone else has done has pushed it on further than uh, than uh, than uh, Brexit. And the fact, I suppose, that Ulster, like, like uh, Northern Ireland was taken out of the EU against its will, you know, might be a strong way to say it, but that's mm. the, that's the, that is the, that is the truth of it. Like overwhelmingly, the majority of their vote is to stay within the EU. 
that was taken out. Um, there's a growing... So even taking out the unionist Republican element, there's a growing demographic of people who are not orange or green, but what they are is European. But that, that's mainly what they... If you speak to anyone like... like, uh, like uh, If you speak to anyone who would fit that demographic, generally being in the EU is very important to them. Uh, the, the only way back into the EU for them now is uh, is through uh, is through uh, is through uh, United Ireland. Um, on top of that, then the other things like you're saying there, Sinn um, Fein is the main party now, mm. has the highest percentage of 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 uh, votes. It, it is the first time in history that unionists have not. The, have not the have not the majority, and the DUP no longer hold power. And the final element that you're after that you're after that you're after that you're after talk talking about there. The state in Northern Ireland was created for a unionist a unionist parliament for a unionist yeah. people. Unionist Protestants are no longer in the in the majority. So for me, yes, there's issues, there's problems. But for me, the planning element needs to begin now. Okay, it's in the Good Friday Agreement that the British government are obliged to call a border poll. Yeah. Okay, if there's any inkling that the majority may may be in favour of it, they could hoist that upon. This country quicker than you, quicker than anyone actually thinks, and I think for me, the planning. What would a new state? What is a? 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 United Ireland joining the twenty-six and the and the six counties? I think we're we're well beyond time now, Alison, we're talking should be happening, to be honest with you. you know? I just worry to me that we have too much of a romanticised view on it and, and I would have had that view myself but until I went to the North, we went a few years ago and I have to say I never felt more unwelcome in a place than I did in the North. I remember we went to uh, a campsite and because we had this, a Southern registered car, we were put in a separate field away from everyone else. We were warned not to wear any jersey of any kind. And we woke up the next morning and there was a, a stream of people, a crowd of people outside the fence where we were camped, just staring at us. I will never forget it. I thought we were going to be killed up there. And I vowed never again would I go back up there. Yeah, but so why do, why do, why should... Like why that still? Why should we brush our hands off that and say that is nothing got to do with us? Like there's, there, there's Catholic, there, there's Irish-minded people who are there. They're now in the, they're they're now in the majority or close to it. I mean, like why should they have to put up with that sectarianism? Like you see on the 12th of July and so on. Like my kind of point is that it, it's not just their problem. Like it's yeah. our issue to deal with as well. It's this country, it's this island. And for me as well, Alison, I, the longer, um, sorry, the the more you bring that, the more you join up like, you know, you have a new state, you have a new parliament, the more that the orange, the green, becomes less important even. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's important there because it means everything, you know, yeah. generally. But 
Northern Ireland is is a failed state. It doesn't have it doesn't have it does not have even a parliament as it is. Like it's not it hasn't worked. It's probably not going to work. And you know, it, it's the easy thing is to wash our hands with and say, oh, that's not got to do with us." Do you know what I mean? Like the Good Friday Agreement has said that you can be British, you can be Irish, okay, you can be and you can be either or you can be the uh, two together, you know, and we should be able to accommodate that um, in 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 a state. And I'd be all for Alison, like, I would be absolutely all for, you know, whatever we could do as a unified Ireland to make the British, the orange identity, feel like they have a place, feel like they feel like they have a home. I'm all for that. But I, what I'm strongly against is... Um, is the threat of trouble or the threat of any violence putting off what would be what would be what would be democracy and that that's sometimes very strong on like the provisional IRA campaign was not ever going to force uh, United Ireland but that's just my 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 opinion and by the same token though any threat of violence to democracy shouldn't be acceptable on on the on the other side either. If yeah. the majority stated that their their view now is they want to embrace um, new a uh, new a uh, new a uh, new United Ireland and and embrace constitutional change. <clears throat> mm. Timmy, could I ask you just before I leave you go? I was talking to Johnny Luby about this increase in attacks mm. on referees, and we have it up in our social media post as well. Sure, look, nobody yeah. knows better than you what goes on in a field and and how refs are treated. What do you yeah. make of this this increase we've been seeing lately in attacks on refs? Uh, look, I think has it increased though, or has it been always there? Is it just one thing I probably would would maybe ask as well like I, I think the social media like ob- like obviously it's been there now but if you go back you know 20 30 years instances what happened they just weren't caught on camera true so I'm, I, I'm just kind of wondering is it has it always been there or is it coming to the fore uh, quite 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 is it coming to the fore uh, uh, a small bit more over the past time but it, but it absolutely is a problem, and it it's a cultural problem, Alison, isn't it? Because it's it's not in rugby, you know mm. what I mean, and it's not in other sports. But it is an issue with the G, and it is it, it, and it's not you know it's not the fault of any one in, individual either. In my opinion, it's a cultural issue that we have to face up to. And look, I know, I know, Angel, I've given out about rest and so on. But going on to pitch and assaulting, you know, that's a different level altogether. You know, like I, I would like to see what what I see still going on at juvenile games, particularly coaches, parents beyond the pitch. Yeah. You know, like like coming in ten meters from the sideline. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they're like, halfway in through the pitch. Yes, they're yeah. halfway in, and they're behind the goal. Yeah. You know, if if their little Johnny is playing full back, there's a dad behind the goal screaming at him. Do you know what I mean? And what now, you have a lot, Timmy, as well, is now, groups of maybe yeah, you young do. lads gathered yeah. behind the pitch, maybe yeah. taunting the small old goalie in, yeah, in the middle. Yeah, that's, that's the thing as well. But it's, it's, the, it's the coach, it's the parent coming onto the beach. Now you, you, now, you might think there's a few steps away from that and then go into a rest. But I think one leads to the other. Yeah. Very quickly, if someone is pretty hot-headed, if someone is shouting and roaring 
And I, I would just love to see a rule that if anyone in Roaches, like I'm talking about five metres on the pitch, the game is stopped until yeah. they're off. Do you know what I mean? And for us, as an, as an association, and for refs, sorry, and for and for refs to feel like they can actually, if anyone comes onto the pitch in an aggressive manner, and I'm, I'm not even talking about going close to the ref, like have a sideline, like have a sideline where there's, if mentors come on five metres, the match is stopped. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because that shouldn't be happening. And then the other... The other, the other thing is just, just you know, just still look. There's a whole load of stuff to it, Alice, because it, it's a very hot topic. Um, We've a couple of texts in from listeners, Timmy, and yeah. I'd love your view on it. Saying yeah. that referees are often very biased, and that's what leads to the aggression. Ah, oh, no, no, you're making excuses there. Like how, like referees are human; they're going to make mistakes, and coaches make mistakes, players make mistakes. There is absolutely, we can't, there is no excuse. You might hate some, the odd ref who gets, who gets things wrong or, or, or whatever, but it's, you know, how can anyone say that's an excuse for um, headbutting or assaulting a ref? There is no excuse. And, you know, you're, you're getting to the stage, Alison, and People can make up all the excuses they want, but there's a shortage of refs. Yeah. And in, from what I know, in tip, it's more severe than in any other place, really. And what is, what's going to happen when we've no refs? Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's the kind of thing, you know. So I, I just love, I'd love to see a start of those things where your the pitch is completely for players. Yeah. Do you know, and there is no, and there is no behind the goals. There is no coming on 10 metres on the side because when you allow that stuff continue, it just leads to more aggression on the side and it just serves no purpose at all. You know what I mean? And the final thing, Alison, what really annoys me now, I, I think there is no excuse at all for this, but particularly when it happens at underage matches. Isn't it terrible, really? Isn't it like, do you know? And it's, it's essentially part of it is Parents or coaches not realising and still winning means everything for them at underage, you know. And as much as we want to win, when I was over underage teams, I wanted to win. But it's not. It's not for winning. It's for bringing young people through. It's for for getting them playing. It's for progressing until they are adulthood and and they are still playing games. You know, and they're still senior. Senior is about is about is 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 about achieving stuff. But up until then, it's not. And a lot of people still seem to think it is. You know, and therein lies a bigger a, a problem. I I think as well. You know. Yeah, because that yeah. winning yeah. our competitive streak seems to come in now at about under fourteen. I see. Well, it's 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 always been there, though, Alison. Like yeah. I remember, like and look. When I was playing under 12, you know, the competitive streak was there. But the information is there now, though, Alison. Yeah. There's kind of no excuse, though. Like, the theory, the science behind it now is the more focus you have on kids improving and progressing all their skills of the game and so on, the more your focus is on that yeah. instead of winning. Do you know what happens, though? They have a better chance of actually winning anyway. But they'll progress through the ranks, and they'll be, they'll be, they'll be, they'll be, they'll be, they'll be continue playing. We're like, I can understand 
why that awareness wasn't there when I was playing underage, but it's there now. Do you yeah, know what I mean? So there's no like, excuse. Like the stats is there. The more winning is important, the the more the more drop off takes place. Like, and that's the reality of it. You know. So, Timmy, yeah. great to talk to you this yeah. morning. Thanks, Alison. Just the last thing, Alison, yeah. if you don't mind. Just to go back to our thing, the romantic element, I, I, I do have to just slightly challenge you on that and I won't spend too long on it. It's just, it's more of a practical thing now. Yeah. You know, the old argument, and I, I am Republican, but the old, the old argument is not as strong though. You know, you take Brexit, like having two economic, economic things on our island, one in the EU, one out of the EU, Dealing, dealing with things like climate change, you know, dealing with the, uh, dealing with the um, COVID that we had, like you had one rule in cabin, yeah, and you had one rule in Fermanagh, and there's only two, there's only two, there's only two kilometres in between them. Our ability to deal with global challenges will be hugely in, enhanced by one one country, one island, and one state, and that's my, that's the main argument that I want to say as well. It's not so much, yeah. yes, I believe that the, the splitting of this island was an unjust wrong. That's my heartfelt opinion, but I believe it's a practical argument now that will also make the case for it now as well. All right? Timmy, thanks for talking to thanks, us all Alex, the best. To talk to you. The Imro Radio Award winning Tip Today. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. Test drive the all new Peugeot 2008 compact SUV at Slattery's Garage, puck on. Choose from petrol, diesel or fully electric. Slattery'sGarage.ie